Welcome back to the Always Aggressive Podcast. Corey Fontana, listen, head coach Tony Ursland coming to you from the wrestling pod here inside Nacky Arena. Guys, we are uh, we are inching ever closer. We've got a lot of big stuff to talk about today, for sure. It's been a few weeks, so uh, we appreciate everybody checking back in with us. We got rest loss uh, 72 hours away, less than that, probably. I less than, that. yeah. Less than that, like 40. It's Friday. Uh, yeah, don't, yeah, don't make <laughs> He's you trying to do the math in your head there. Never mind. This is a no math zone. Okay, <laughs> come on, man. So, uh, Ruslov's right around the corner. We'll talk about that uh, with, with at length here uh, on the show today. We've also got some, some cool um, national recruiting type news that we'll touch on. And I've got a, I've got a surprise question. I'm going to throw at these boys. At the end of the show, they don't know it. So you can see on Tanner's face, he don't know. Like surprise questions. First things first, though. uh, uh, We we've known the schedule for a little bit, but some some news recently in uh, TV selections. The Boilermaker is going to be live in the Big Ten Network again this year a couple of times. What what's what's going on with that? Uh, Tony, I'll I'll tee it up for you here. Um, The Boilermakers got selected for a pair of uh, TV matches this year. Uh, the first of which will be January 8th against Iowa. Uh, it's a Sunday afternoon duel. And the uh, the second one is on February 12th against Northwestern. And that will be uh, part of a Purdue Northwestern doubleheader on the BTN with us in Northwestern at noon wrestling and men's basketball at Northwestern at 2 p.m. Uh, on the on the BTN. So those are, those are our... Uh, our two TV picks to date. And, and Tony, if you want to dive into that a little more, you're, you're welcome to. I just think it's, it's always great. We've talked uh, off and on about our TV numbers and how strong they are. And, and um, you know, we're just generally appreciative uh, to BTN and the opportunity to be on and, and perform for, for a large audience, I guess, if you will. So just grateful, uh, you know, that we're going to have two more uh, opportunities uh, especially Iowa, big duel starting off our Big Ten, uh, you know, uh, season, and then even to close it out with Northwestern. And I know BTN always feels really well about when you pair those up, right? Like you got you got uh, wrestling and then basketball. All Purdue does really well. So yeah, again, just really excited that we're going to be showcased again a couple times on BTN. Um, you know, one thing that I think we I, I would be remiss if we didn't bring up the fact that um. While we have the two the two TV dates, um, my man Corey Palm over here works very very hard and long hours to bring those other duels to us. You know we have a, we have a pretty nice home schedule this year, and uh, people across the country will have the opportunity to watch all of them uh, via streaming, even if they're not on television, uh, due to Corey and his team's help. And uh, you know Tony that level of exposure and the way kind of wrestling is viewed nationally now in that, in that format um, has changed so drastically over the last five, six years. And uh, it's, it's been huge for Purdue. And I think it's been huge for the sport. No, there's no doubt, you know, um, what, what uh, BTN has done for wrestling and showcasing it the way it has, is, has been important. And we need to keep trending in the direction we're going. That would be the one thing I would say, right? The, the coach in, in me is always looking for progress. And so we want to keep trending. So you urge people to watch 
and to show up and continue to support their teams and, and just Big Ten wrestling in general because, um, you know, as those numbers increase, uh, opportunities for the sport increase. You know, that's how I look at it, right? Like we're, you know, we're a steward of the sport too, and, and it's healthier when we're, when we're doing better. And so, again, you just encourage people to really uh, enjoy the opportunities that, that Big Ten gives people to watch wrestling because they do work hard at it, and, and we are appreciative of it. Speaking of working hard at it, Corey, um, you know, you, uh, you've been good to us in the fact that you've made sure that all our stuff is streamed over the years. And, uh, you know, you've, you've really worked hard on learning the sport and getting closer to the sport and, and doing play-by-play and color commentary and some, some different stuff like that for us. Um, I guess asking you, like, what are some of the biggest advantages and or kind of like challenges around streaming wrestling? Um, from a TV standpoint, from a, you know, a production standpoint, um, it's very compelling. It's a very compelling sport, but it's also very, um, it's fairly easy to produce. You know, there's a lot of action that happens close in, but it's not, you know, fast moving where your camera operators are constantly having to, you know, follow action up and down the soccer field or uh, a basketball court. So, you know, it's fast action close in, but it's not the same speed as like volleyball. Um, so, so, you know, from strictly a production standpoint, uh, that's, that's a big bonus for wrestling. Um, back in the early days, didn't think I was going to go here back in the early days of television, the number one sport in America was boxing because it was the easiest sport to televise you could get, you know, just a couple cameras close in. It's compelling. You see the guys' faces. You know, they're pummeling each other. Well, wrestling has a lot of those same advantages. It's close in. You see guys pummeling each other. It's compelling. There's great storylines. So, you know, that's awesome. That's great to, uh, uh, from a production standpoint. It comes back to the competition level a lot of times. Like everybody in the Big Ten's ranked in the top twenty-five. Sometimes it feels like everybody's ranked in the top ten somehow. You know, it's it's great match after great match after great match. And there's just so much fun stuff to be able to talk about on a broadcast. The the, the guys and the coaches are characters. So they're fun to get to know and to get to relay some of that. It's just there's all sorts of great things that, that go along with, you know, being involved in, in Big Ten wrestling, um, being able to be involved in it on the streaming side like like I have been and and as they get more exposure I'm, I'm looking at I think 24 duels being televised by the network this year you know on the linear network virtually every other match uh, is available on stream on Big Ten plus so you know their commitment to the sport is great and the sport is definitely worthwhile I think Yep. The, the, the other uh, drop and I will mention as a challenge, right. It's, it's, and we're lucky because we've got Corey who uh, understands the sport and invests in the sport and, you know, loves it uh, is getting people to explain the storylines and what's going on to other people. You know what I mean? And and I laugh because over the years we've had some, some situations, right. Where, you know, uh, we'll, we'll poke fun at kind of uh, some of the announcing. And I, and that's, again, it's just me being blessed. We've got, people here and Corey at the front of it who who do a good job of showcasing our guys and I am appreciative of that because uh, it's important that people can bring the stories and what the guys are doing and what the action is that's unfolding in in front of you and why it's relevant 
is is important and i don't want to ignore that because that can be sometimes for us coaches the hardest part is getting that to the the casual fan who maybe just turned in uh you know turned on the program and they're watching and why should i watch this you know, right. those people are important. And I, and I do feel lucky that we've got people and Corey as the, the lead out front on, on the guy who does that for us. Corey, I was just thinking about the fact that uh, Tony was at Nebraska for, oh, Lord. The, uh, for the illegal <laughs> fist to the back. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew exactly what was coming when you brought that up. Yep. There's yep. no doubt. Was, some things that pretty awesome. The internet is yeah. forever. As a, it's a, that is a learning lesson for us all. For, yeah. for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Avoid the legal fist to the back. Yes. Um, good, good rule for life, really. Yeah. yeah, just rules to live by, people. <laughs> so we are uh, looking at the calendar here and doing a little, you know, I know that we said this is a no math zone, but uh, we are just over two weeks, 16 days into the official 2022-23 season as far as practice goes. Um, coach, give us some, some updates from the room, some guys who are standing out, some, some themes from, uh, from workouts and, and where we're headed. Yeah, I've, I've been pretty happy as I have most of the fall that the, the, it's, it's an easy, not easy, you know, nothing's ever easy, but, um, it's a fun team to coach, you know, in general, they're, they're coachable and, and they're working hard and, and there's a lot of talent there. You know, I've, I've, I've talked about our youth before it's So it's been for me about seeing consistency in the room daily. Like, you know, sometimes our, your young guys will show you something really good and you just want them to keep it in front of you, you know, show them that you can execute it from all positions and at all times. And that's more what we're fighting for is that kind of consistency in the execution of our game plan and, and, and their skill sets. But man, I, I, I really enjoyed this group, man. They're a good group. Um, generally they're, they're excited to be in there and get better. And, and they understand like, Hey, there's some fun stuff ahead for them. So I, I like the group uh, a lot. I've been uh, really impressed. Um, you know, just a guy like uh, Parker Phileas is a guy who I think, you know, really elevated himself, you know, his hand fighting and some of his position stuff has really improved. So even though he's a highly ranked guy, you know, and been here longer. I, I think he, he really found ways to make advances this year in his wrestling. And so, you know, that's a guy that I'm really excited about. And of course we've got, you know, four guys highly ranked inside the top 10 or 12. So I could keep talking, but that's just one guy who really stands out. And I know he's doing all the right things. You know, he's back for a six year, he's working on a master's, you know, he knows what's coming and, uh, you know, he's he's finding other ways to be better, you know, always, you know, from his diet to his nutrition to, you know, skill sets. So just he's been a really good leader for us, I think, and a great example for the young guys. With us being so young, uh, how have people like Parker and <clears throat> Thomas Panola, Kendall Coleman, some of these upperclassmen, how have they uh, how have they adjusted into their role as as leaders and you know, the, the elder statesman of the crew with such a, a young group. Yeah. And, and that can be a, a bit of a challenge, right? Like, um, I mean, I'll just, 
I was talking with Tom Panola last night. We were the last two out of the uh, the wrestling offices last night. We were just sitting around talking about the year and different things and this, that, and the other. And he commented how he really was enjoying his roommates. And he's got some young guys. Now, he's got an older guy like Kendall Coleman in there, but Jake Knoll, who's coming in this year, and, and Hayden Kopis. And he just was talking about the dynamic that he has with those guys and how he is really enjoying his time with them. And that's that's key. You, know, you just can't assume, you know, that everybody's their buddy, buddy and friends, right? Like you're always working hard on your culture. You are, you're, you're working on creating those connections and, 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 and going into this thing together, right? I mean, you need it, even though it's an individual sport, man, that, that, you know, we're together on this deal is a big part of it. And, and I really feel strongly that, that Tom and, and uh, Parker and, and, and even Matt Ramos and, and Kendall, they're all finding ways to connect with their younger teammates and, and that shouldn't be ignored. You know, there, there is talent um, there, but you can't just assume it's always just talent, right? We've seen a lot of talented kids be undisciplined or kind of go the wrong direction on things. So to have them connected with not only your best kids, but kids who do things the right way is a huge deal. And that's something that I, you know, we won't ever ignore or, or take for granted. And so I have been happy again, that goes to part of this team dynamic and why I'm enjoying uh, working with them. I'm big on the, uh, I, that's been, that's been a uh, thing for me lately is the, the not taking things for granted not taking the, the little things like that. Um, and I think, I think a lot of guys are, are doing a good job of that. And I'm, I'm really hoping it pays dividends. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no doubt. I mean, and just think how far some of these kids have come in a year. Um, you know, I mean, here's a guy, you know, that's going to be in the mix at, at heavyweight. Right. I mean, we've got, we're going to talk wrestle offs here in a second. I know. Uh, so I'll jump the gun a bit. Um, but like uh, Tristan Ruhlman, you know, I'll give him a little feather in his cap right now. Like, you know, last year he really struggled with his, uh, you know, transition to college and just lots of different ways. And he's got talent and he's a good kid. We, we have high expectations for him, but he struggled with that transition. And this year he's, he's almost flipped that coin completely in terms of kind of how he's handling day to day and his life and academics and wrestling. Like there's a guy that, you know, we've seen a really strong transformation from, and I know Tanner, you've had a part of that, you know, and kind of mentoring with him as well. And so again, these are the things that you just don't take for granted they're big and turning these kids into the right, you know, kind of mindset and that's the right habits and then chasing the right goals. And then that's probably a whole nother podcast maybe. Right guys. But, sure. um, but that's a big deal. Like I said, you, you don't ever sleep on those things because you can have a lot of talent and still not get anything done. And that's not what I've seen from this group. There's a genuine excitement about what they can be, but there's, there's not uh, Hey, we're going to take this for granted. I think um, even uh, coach Gardner, you know, new to our staff, had guys talking about things before practice. Everybody had to name off one thing they were thankful for, you know, what, what they were feel blessed about or what they were thankful for. And there was definite, um, you know, themes that come out of that. And and so you get a really good sense of where the guys are at when, when they have to stand and talk about, you know, what are you thankful for today, right now, stand up, talk, uh, you know, impromptu. And, and so, and those are things that, again, I don't take for granted with this team and I like, and I think eventually you're going to see the the character and the work ethic of this team take these guys to, to, to great places. Uh, you, you opened, you opened the can, so we might as well, we might as well get into <laughs> it. Um, 
first opportunity to make weight and wrestle Friday, 6 p.m. Holloway Gymnasium will be streamed live on uh, Big Ten Plus, uh, the, uh, the 2022 Purdue Wrestle-Offs. Uh, we will have approximately at this time, we will have 19 matches. Yep. Um, you know, some, some will be uh, a little bit more of guys trying to compete for spots. Some will be more guys getting out and making weight and competing for the first time. Uh, but all in all, it, it should be a nice evening of wrestling. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll just kind of say this to the people listening. Um, and this is what I told the team. Um, you know, it's more about competing, you know, than it is just trying to win a match, you know, say one zero. I mean, if you want to represent this team, um, you've got to be a competitor. You got to compete hard for us. And we got to be able to trust when we send you out there that you're, you're going to go out there and compete at a, at a high level to the best of, you know, what you're capable of. And so for me, I just, I want to see guys competing. We will have a couple opportunities to determine what our lineup's going to be. We've got this. So this is kind of an indicator, right? I call these more indicator matches than wrestle offs. And then we're going to take a, a, a full bus load of guys to our first open tournament. And that will be uh, another big indicator for us as we go into our first duel on November 13th. So a couple opportunities for guys to showcase what they can do. And I just want to see who's going to go out, get after it and really compete. Um, and, and the, the word that, that we've used, and, and I, I know I've you know got this actually coach Gable and I talked about this, maybe it was last year after the Iowa duel is wrestling with authority. You want to see guys who wrestle with authority, not somebody who's just trying to get by and just skate by and get the win. Like, let's wrestle with authority and show us what you got. And that, that's what I'm really looking for from this young group. Take what you're capable of and throw it out in front of the crowd and, and wrestle with authority. And, and that's really what I'm looking for. Um, and because of that, you're going to see a number, as you mentioned, Tanner, different scenarios. You're going to have some true, like really competitive two out of three matches to see, you know, who, who are the guys for those weights. And then you're going to see some other things that are more exhibition matches. You know, I might have a 25 and a 33 that we paired up just to see how they look, you know, how they compete and how they perform and give guys that opportunity again to compete. So, um, you know, it's a bit of everything, I guess. But again, we want guys out there competing hard and getting after each other. So we kind of know where we stand after the first several weeks of practice. Um, Corey, I know we've talked about this over the years um, at length, but the, the whole idea and the concept of wrestle-offs is such a unique, um, it's a unique circumstance in sport. And it's one that I've always found very interesting about wrestling where you, you know, you're looking at two guys and they're going to, you know, theoretically, you know, like Tony just said, this isn't necessarily for all the marbles, but it's like you got two guys competing for the same, the same weight. And it's not like, it's not necessarily coach's interpretation of how they practice. It's not, you know, who played better in the game last time where they can like both go out and get minutes. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's, a, uh, you know, to, to, to translate it to basketball for me, it's two guys playing one on one, one on one against each other for the job. Right. Yeah. And I've always found that fascinating. Yeah, I, I agree. It's also, it's one of the, uh, it's, it's the most unique, one of the most unique things about the sport. And also like one of the biggest travesties of the sport is that you've got 10 spots. 
and it doesn't matter if you know if you've got 17 or 20 high quality guys you've got 10 spots if, yep. if you go 17 deep in basketball you're crazy but but also they can all get eight or ten minutes unless, unless you're at grinnell or you unless you're grinnell right good point <laughs> um they can all get their time you can't do that in wrestling it's it's you're the guy or you're not and that's the way it is and it it's it's awesome and it sucks and <laughs> and and you're right the the whole rest off the whole challenge you know, aspect of it. And okay, you, you want to be the man, go prove you're the man is really cool. It's, yep. it's a really neat, uh, you know, sort of higher stakes. You know, this isn't an exhibition. This isn't a practice. It is, but yep. it really matters. There's, there's no doubt. And, and, it, and it's, it's a, it's a piece of, of deciding right. who is the guy. And the reason that I just qualify it, right. As I tell people, um, and quite often it is right. Sometimes there's guys that are clearly the guy, yeah. but sometimes you've got, you know, they're partners, they wrestle each other a lot and you understand how to compete against that guy. And so that's why we still reserve the opportunity or the decision for it. When you go out and compete uh, against different competition, you know, in, in uh, an environment, you can't control a different official in a different venue who will still be, you know, their normal selves step out there and let the fur fly and, 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 and get after it, you know, that, and that's not everybody. That's not it. You want it to be everybody. We right. coach every guy in our team that when you put your foot on the line, Hey man, do you, you know, to, for lack of a better word, like get out there and be you and get after them. Um, but that's not always the case for, for some, some young people as they're working through different stages of their career. Um, staying kind of on theme here, Tony, uh, does wrestling do, do people in wrestling understand uh and, and not you know do, do they take for granted the uniqueness of the wrestle off and that concept or is it something that's just part of the sport you don't really think of or is it you know or do you guys understand and realize how unique and cool that is about the sport oh it's probably something we take for granted at least i do you know what i mean it's you know it's not something that i've walked around like you guys have a real appreciation for what that means as an athlete like you play a team sport it's a subjective deal where coach is going to make up his mind who the starter is and here you have a huge say in it you know um you know from defeating the guy across from you or even just taking that out and how you perform you know elsewhere um so i i'm i'm sure i take it for granted you know what I mean? You might, you may want to take a poll, poll on that, but it's not something that I think about a lot. Um, you know, so yeah, I, that, that, that's, that's it for me. I, I don't think about it much, but I also feel like this, there's a different situation for every kid, right? You know, as we were going through pairings and matchups and, you know, I know what, what I want to see and why I want to see it. And it's not the same for every kid. You know, not everybody's wrestling two out of three. Not everybody's going to wrestle, you know, the same guy twice. You know, it's there's different goals and objectives here from my standpoint. I know I want everybody to tune in and enjoy good wrestling. I want them to see two guys, no matter who they are, battling it out hard, trying to score points. And that's that's going to develop them and it's going to pull fans in. So I know I want people to see that, but I got my reasons, you know, and they vary kid to kid. I mean, one kid may need something else in my mind, you know, another kid needs something different. And, and so that's where, you know, the, as a coach, right, you're, you're trying to create situations. So you get a real feel for where you're at. 
maybe that's not the answer you're looking for, but that's no. where my head is. I mean, I was in that same meeting, Tony. So I, I know, I know what you're saying and where, where you're coming where from. Where it's coming and, from. Yeah. And, and, and what you're, you know, the specifics behind, behind kind of the, the concepts you were just pointing out, but um, no, it's, it's, I mean, it's the truth. And it's one thing that I've always kind of enjoyed about uh, listening to you coach and listening to you talk to the guys about how, like, I'm not going to treat you all the same, but I will treat you fair. That's the goal. You know what That's I mean? The like, goal. The whole idea that you can treat everybody the same, it's great in theory, but it's yeah. just not realistic and it's no. not. Um, and it shouldn't be the way you do things because like you said, everybody needs something different. Everybody's preparing for this season a little bit differently. And, you know, you got a kid like Parker Phileas who's in year six. Mm -hmm. you no, know, and you got a kid like Dustin Norris who's in year two. And you got, you know, and then you got our true freshmen who are all just trying to figure this out for the first time. You know, and so, uh, yeah, I think it. I think that it sh it shows a nice consistency to what you preach, both inside and outside of the room, and how it translates into something like WrestleOffs. Yeah, there's no doubt. Corey, anybody, uh, anybody special you're looking forward to uh, seeing suit up? I mean, the reality is. You're you're gonna watch most of these guys wrestle for the first time, Corey. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the thing. It's a lot of names that I've heard, you know, since we did you know Simon Day's interviews with with Stony Buell and Ben Venadia and you know uh uh fellas like that that I've never actually seen, you know, in person. Let the fur fly. So that'll be fun. I like I like the the Roman Copus match. Uh, I think yeah, yeah, I'd love to love to see like you said how much Tristan's grown and and um sort of grown into the college thing and and I've been looking forward to seeing to seeing Hayden Copus uh, since he got on campus haven't been able to to do that so that'll be a fun one I see they're going twice I'm looking at the raw uh, the, the lineup here and uh it, there's some good matchups that uh that should be should be very entertaining there's no doubt um, three weights that I'll just kind of highlight. And there's a lot here because there's a lot of young faces that you'll see. Um, but you already touched you know, heavyweight uh, Copus and Ruhlman. Um, They were looking forward to seeing that. The two quality kids that um, we think are both making gains. Uh, at, at 165, uh, Stony Buell, Cooper Nori. Um, you know, both those guys have shown really, you know, great flashes in the room so far this year. I uh, expect that to be be really competitive. 49 will also be a, a two out of three kind of a situation. All of these, right, are two out of threes here. Uh, Trey Cruzy and Jaden Reynolds, you know, should be should be uh, competitive at 49 as well. After that, it's boy, it's just looking at a lot of young kids and, and seeing like seeing where we're at. I mean, you know, uh, first look at at Norris, uh, first look at, uh, you know, uh, Ben Venadia, you know, and obviously there's a couple other guys that I just talked about in Copus Ruhlman who are young guys, you know, so just there's some good young kids in there no matter what. I'm sure people are going to enjoy, though. Matt Ramos is going to have a match in there. Uh, Kendall Coleman's going to have a match in there. I mean, those are guys that are, you know, strong uh, contributors in the lineup last year who people will enjoy seeing um, compete against some different faces. Yeah, I mean, Coach, you hit it right on the head. I mean, in, like I said, we've got uh, 19 projected matches. We, you know, we're going to have a couple guys uh, who won't compete, and that's yep. that. You know, I think we started. I think we started out at like 22, and so we've had a few a few matches come off the list. 
over the last couple of days as we get ready as and and that's pretty standard you know that we we anticipated that um but definitely looking forward to getting to see the guys uh yep. get out there turn the lights on and 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 get at it no doubt it, it's going to be fun like i said i've enjoyed working with this team and now for me it's just i hey we're going to throw a big 10 official in there you know um jamie george uh who will see us in the big 10 is going to come down from chicago to do the matches so it's going to be fun just to sit back and watch these these guys just turn it loose and 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 kind of see where we're at and where we may want to you know fix you know shore some things up. Uh, uh, question: Since you brought it up on the official, I, I love that you're bringing in a Big Ten Big Ten official. Jamie's coming down. Are there any points of emphasis this year? Anything? Any any slight tweaks to the way they're calling matches that that are really going to be a, a, an emphasis? I know sometimes that plays into it. For, for wrestle offs. Well, I mean, there's a few new uh, rules in there, you know, that people can look at, um, you know, as far as sudden death is longer than it used to be. And the first 30 second ride outs, uh, riding time counts. It used to be you went twice through yep. and riding time didn't count until the second time through, whereas now it's going to count right away. So there's a few okay. tweaks that way. But I am interested to hear Jamie just talk about points of emphasis from his point of view. You know, they're, they're obviously talking to head officials, you know, nationally and within our conference. So I am interested to hear his kind of pre-match speech. He'll do it just like a regular duel. He'll come down after weigh-ins and address the guys. And so again, I'm just, uh, I'm interested to hear what maybe his uh, points of emphasis are from what he's been told. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, referees, they get more than their share of crap and, and I'm as guilty as anybody, but, uh, the the guy the ones we see in the Big Ten are are as good as any in the country and uh, you know they're consistent usually and yeah, they're usually. they're very good <laughs> they're doing their their darndest out there to to make sure that everything's you know fair and on the up and up and uh you know I I love that he's gonna address the team and you know make it as as normal as possible. No, absolutely. Yeah, it, it it'll be good. It's as close right to. Uh to a real thing, right, um, as you can get, rolling on another official. We're going a one-hour weigh-in, just so everybody knows, so it'll kind of mimic a duel, and, and away we go. Um, Getting closer to the real thing, that, you know, this will be the first uh, the first step, uh, open the following weekend at the Clarion Open, and obviously we'll get back together next week and, and look closer at that lineup and, and what we're planning on doing there. Um. But uh, one last thing I wanted to touch on, um, our friends over at Matt Scouts came out with an updated 2023 recruiting big board today. And while we can't uh, we can't get into specifics, uh, there were definitely some exciting there's some exciting news for the Boilermakers on the heels of uh, a very impressive Super 32, and yep. um, and some some very um, outstanding representatives that will uh, soon become family members in the, the old golden black. Yeah. Uh, the best thing you just mentioned is um, we'll be able to talk about these guys personally here soon, you know, in a few weeks down the road. So I'm looking forward to that. But for now, people, if you're curious, we'll have to go look. And there, we got a couple guys inside the top 33 and they'll show them as Purdue commits and they're going to be signing with us shortly. And then we've got another young man um, who's in the top 200 that we think a lot of as well. So right now we got three guys in there who we all think um, are, are going to really help this team in the future. 
And we've talked a lot about recruiting our tails off this fall. So we would expect to add uh, another one or two more, at least here in the near future as well. So um, nice to see those guys getting the recognition for the hard work reflected in the national rankings. And uh, again, hopeful that we'll have more to add soon and we can really talk about them in depth once signing day comes. Uh, speaking a little bit specifically about super 32, um, flow wrestling did an article where they, uh, they scored it out on a team score for, uh, you know, via signees and, uh, they had the Boilermakers sitting up at second place overall, um, which was, you know, obviously very exciting. Um, you know, we had a, we had a super 32 champ. We had another guy take third place. Another guy was, you know, one round off a placing, and so, um, you know, you want to keep things in, you know, keep them in perspective. It's one tournament, it's one, you know, thing, but, uh, it's really hard to not be excited about some of their performances, Tony. Yeah. And you're always looking fit, right? We, we just spent a lot of time talking about, um, culture, right. And what that means and how it affects your team and don't take it for granted. And, you know, uh, these guys specifically today were kind of alluding to, generally speaking, um, fit fit what we're looking for, man. Matt Ratz, love the sport, love the guys on our team and the culture that we have. And so I feel really good about these, these three kids. Not only are they talented and that's reflected in their performances, but man, they fit uh, who we are and what we're about and what we're trying to do. And, I, and again, I just feel strongly we're going to add we're going to add another one or two more probably uh, soon. Uh, really excited to be able to talk about them by name officially in in, in a couple weeks here. Um, possibly have them as as guests on the show. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's you know it's an exciting time of year. Season's starting. Guys are putting pen to paper. Um, it's uh away we go right yeah it's just like competing right signing day is just like competing you want to see the fruits of your labor right we've been working our tail off and we're going to compete soon and we're going to see the fruits of our labor we'll see what that hard work means for each kid and it's the same thing in terms of signing is you know you you, you recruited these kids for a reason and you stuck by them and and you know they stuck by you and now hey you know that's the kind of the fruits of your labor so to speak so looking forward to um, you know, a lot of what the next few weeks is going to bring, both from a competition standpoint as well as a team addition standpoint. I got a signing day question, Coach. Uh, in, in terms of where it falls on the calendar, uh, kind of stinks that it's right in the middle of you know the excitement of the start of a season too. Yep. It, it, would it be better, do you think, to have it maybe earlier in the calendar year or or after the season's over? Yeah, I think going earlier would probably be the best option, um, you know, if you're going to move it. You know, this is something that we've been used to forever. So, yeah, again, sure. right, like, you know, you ask me and I I, I haven't thought about it as much and, and maybe I should. Um, but if you ask me, hey, should we move it? Because, right, you're right. We're right in the middle. Like, man, you are recruiting your tail off right up to the season starting and and, and you're, you need to be thinking about your team as well. So maybe we should move it up a little bit. You know, there's a lot of these kids now can com commit as juniors. We've already got a, you know, a junior commit. And again, I think we're going to have one or two more soon. So maybe we should move it up, you know, and, and, you know, ease that kind of, 
you know, tension or, you know, splitting, splitting attention maybe yeah. between the season, your guys and, and who you're trying to bring in. That's, that's probably not a bad idea. I don't think later again, just because these kids are taking visits so early now you don't want to wait. You want to get them in and, 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 and uh, you know, get them on board if you can. That's true. They've got seasons that, that they're in the middle yep. of too. So they're, they're starting yep. to gear up for high school right now. And yep. No doubt. And that's a lot of what I've heard from from families and from from you know prospective student athletes as we've had them on campus is uh, the idea of having that decision made and put to bed and solidified so that they can go enjoy what's left of their high school experience yeah. and, and 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 get ready for college and so on and so forth. They do. They I've I've heard a number of times from people about like. I want to decide because I want to, I want to be ready. I want to be done. I want to move forward. And so it's uh yeah, moving it back. I can't, can't imagine what a circus that would turn into. No, if anything, what's been kind of on the table <laughs> is um, starting visits sooner. You know, you can start talking to them earlier than ever before, you know, as juniors, but uh, just opening it up and saying, Hey, if you can talk to them, let's bring them in on visits and try to get it all done. So yeah. If you wanted to move that signing date up to say October, so it's over before you even, you know, compete, I, that that would be a fair proposal in my mind. And they do leave the 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 window open, right? Like once it opens, it doesn't close. Right. It used to be you had a week to sign everybody, um, but now the last few years, it just stays open. So if you want to open it a little earlier, I think that that could be a fair proposal for people. Yeah. Hmm. Corey, I know you said you had you you were gonna come at us. So yeah, 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 yeah. So before we get together again, it'll be it'll be Halloween, uh, Halloween coming up Monday night. You were you were talking guys a little bit before we started recording on uh, some movies that you've been watching. So I, I'm gonna meld those two. Favorite scary movie, and why? Hmm. I'm not a huge. I, I'm going to be honest. I've never been a huge fan of the uh, of the genre. I guess recently, um, so I think maybe a lot of my favorite stuff would be older, probably. Okay. So I mean, <laughs> this ain't a scary movie, but I just watched it and I'm infatuated with it. Is I just watched on Netflix Dahmer, and and that's pretty messed up. That's it's pretty, pretty scary. Up. Does that count? I mean, I know it's not a horror flick, but that was pretty scary. And it was real life. That had my mind. I'll accept it. Don't, yeah, that had my mind going in circles. It's fun. Um, it, it, it's wild watching some of that stuff that we lived through and realizing just how much you never knew. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and, and I will say, uh, um, like showing the different side, like the, clearly there was Dahmer who knew there was something wrong with him. Like he just, when he confessed everything, yeah, I know this ain't right. This ain't normal. Um, but then like the witness stuff was crazy. Like why he kind of slipped through the cracks for all those years. And that was, it, it was, it, it fascinated me uh, uh, on, a, on a, on a pretty high level for me. I, I love that. Those, uh, those kind of things, you know, okay. it just the human mind and the way they work is fascinating. Um, I'll go with, Something more recent that I've said, yeah, I don't know if this is my favorite, but I think it's probably my favorite thing I've seen recently was uh, Dr. Sleep. Very good. Yep. It was the sequel. It's it's King's sequel to The Shining. Yep. 
And so, I mean, I like the shining as well. The book. Yeah, the shining it. was, was, was a good one. I would have yeah. gone. That's pretty old. I enjoyed yeah. that though. Jack, Jack is the man. Yep. Um, and they actually in Dr. Sleep, they, uh, they did a heck of a tribute to him. They, they had a, uh, appearance by a guy who was a dead ringer for a young Jack Nicholson hmm. and stepped in, stepped in and did a small scene. Um, so it was, uh, yeah, very, very enjoyable, but, um, yeah, read read the book, uh, The Shining, which is, as most in most cases, infinitely better than the movie. Right. Yeah. But uh, I love that. Uh, I love that King actually hates the uh, the Kubrick version of The Shining. Yep. Despite took his name it. off it. Took his name off it. Didn't took his name off it. it. I didn't even know that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They 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 took some Kubrick took some very liberal uh, stances on the storyline and some of yeah. the. Yeah. some of the stuff yeah sure. all right good stuff good stuff thanks Dahmer and dr sleep they have it <laughs> all right uh wrestling rest loss friday at six o'clock on big 10 plus if you can't make it out to holloway uh admission free if you can make it out to holloway yep. so so please come on out there's you know i know there's plenty going on in, in the world but there's not a lot going on on campus this weekend uh, you guys Friday night and then volleyball on Sunday and that's that's pretty much it so uh, get out and support your Boilermakers uh, if you have a chance and we'll be back here next week to talk about well to talk about the results and to, to preview the Clarion Open uh, Tony Tanner thanks as always Boiler up